This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 8. Thank you for joining us once again for our monthly look at all things Artist Editions in audio format. And this month, we are going to take a look at the state of artist editions in 2017. We're at the halfway mark of the year, and it's a good time to take a look back at the six months and see what's happened, what's been announced, what's been released, and what we've really enjoyed. Along with that, we'll have our usual category, shipping changes, solicitations, sales, new releases, and reviews. Let's get right into our topic, our main topic for this month, and that is State of Artist Editions 2017, halfway mark. If we look at uh, the Artist Edition Index, we can see uh, the list of what's been published so far, and we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine books have been published to this point. Now, last year, in total, there were 14 books with uh, actually a fairly heavy one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, with eight of those being published in the second half of the year. Now, at current, we've had nine published, and we have 14 still up and coming. Let's take a look at the upcoming list on the AE index. We got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. We might as well take a look at the upcoming books first. So this month um, on Twitter, somebody asked Scott Dunbeer how the G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero Artist Edition was coming. And he said it was unlikely that it would be published. So this is a book that's been solicited. It's been hanging around a year. Uh, Nothing happened. It hasn't been canceled, though. But it's just the date keeps moving. I don't know if it's licensing or trouble with locating the issues. I mean, if if it was solicited, you'd think they'd had a good lead or at least most of the issues already. But that doesn't seem to be the case. So it's moved to an unlikely. So I'm thinking about... I don't want to take it off the list until it's canceled. But I have marked it as unlikely on the list. Then we've got Frank Thorne's Gita, an erotic treasury archival edition. Here's a book that just keeps, the, this is a Hermes Press book. It's their first one. And unfortunately, like a lot of Hermes Press books, the publication date just keeps sliding. I've got a bunch on order and the dates just keep moving. Well, it's Johnny, um, I like the newspaper strips as I've talked about before. And uh, Johnny Hazard Sundays, that's just a moving date. Uh, the Sky Masters, that date has moved already. So I'm hoping uh, that will happen. Then we got Starenko, Nick Fury, and Captain America Artist Edition. Well, I mean, here's another one. Here's another classic that's just moving, moving, moving. We think it's going to happen. Uh, when Scott Dunbar was asked about it at WonderCon, I think he said you should be thankful you got one or you're. So, but again, here's a book that was solicited. And we're waiting. So I believe the book is done except for Stranko's designs. And at this point, I would have put somebody else on it years ago. But 
Maybe that was the deal they had with Stranko. And last book that seems to be not lost, but uh, lost its way on the shipping schedule is Fantagraphic Studio Edition Jaime Hernandez. Now, I did talk to Fantagraphics at uh, TCAF, and they said uh, take the dates with a grain of salt and add six months to them. So, unfortunately, the, the Jaime book... Currently, they, Diamond has already put it off to the December 27th date, so they have no idea. So I've got it listed as to be determined. That's what are really in limbo. And then we've got a really strong list of what's still coming. I mean, these can all change, right? That's that's the unfortunate nature of uh, the upcoming books. When uh, we look at uh, the strong beginning of this year of what was published, those were all books that were solicited for the end of last year. So we had a, finally they came out and we had a bit of a push for those. But I mean, looking at what's remaining for the next five, we only have four months because uh, this month's previews uh, had no artist edition solicited. So books that we would have expected to see uh, solicited for a November release, there weren't any. So we'll see from the next Diamond previews whether anything is for December or maybe this could be the final list for the year. I don't know. But we have these upcoming books still. Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, the world's greatest artist edition. Uh, This is getting a lot of press. Uh, They're really pushing for the 100th anniversary of Jack Kirby. Uh, It's going to be at San Diego Comic-Con. So I expect this book to actually ship on time. Uh, They've shown pictures of it on IDW's uh, social media. So I think it's going to happen. Jim Davis's Garfield, the original art daily and Sunday archive. Well, who knows? Here's another Hermes Press book. Now, they've said they're going to have special limited edition copies at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, so I would expect this book to ship on time as well. Uh, the Spawn Vault Edition, the date's been moved, but we've seen on social media that Todd McFarlane is signing all those. Uh, every book is going to come with a signed page. So I think that should hold to that date. The Best of Vampirella Magazine Art Edition. Now that date has shipped again, uh, slipped again. So now we're talking about August 9th. That moved from July 26th. So two more weeks there. Uh, It's the ever-moving. I don't know how successful Dynamite has been with their books. They had the three Frank Thorne. They had the the one Vampirella book. And now this is the, the second Vampirella book. The, the last one was excellent. I really enjoyed it. I think the all the issues they had with the previous uh, Frank Thorne books, the publication, uh, the layout, the design, the issue with scanning, those those were all resolved for that uh, Jose Gonzalez's Vampirella art edition. So let's hope that continues on and they've come across a winning formula there. Uh, 30th of August, two big books. Well, one big book and one book that seems exciting. So Batman Secrets, Sam Keith Gallery Edition. It's collecting all of Sam Keith's Batman things. I mean, um, this was the initial solicitation date. Graffiti has not shipped a book on time or on its solicitation date, so I would expect that to move when we move into August. And then we have Fantagraphic Studio Edition, How Foster's Prince Valiant. Now, it sounds like this is the real date, August 30th, several years late. I think we're finally going to see this one. Uh, the Book of Ballads, the original art edition. Titan finally come out with a second original art edition. Uh, this one looks great for September 13th, and I think they'll probably hit that date. P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition, September 27th. Um, 
There's an IDW book. IDW of their 52 published, two have been on time. So let's say I doubt that one's going to be on time or the next one, Bernie Wright's an Artifact Edition, which is for October 18th. I'd like to see them come out on their solicitation date, but the track record's not that great. And finally, the first Kickstarter and Indiegogo book now was P. Craig Russell's Jungle Book and Other Stories Fine Art Edition. I've got it listed as October 31st. It just says October and the campaigns. I mean, they ran the campaign. They had a successful campaign on Kickstarter. Not a lot of books were ordered. I think they met their money mostly through extra things, original art, prints, that kind of thing. Then they did an Indiegogo campaign offering the book again, again with prints and art, and uh, very few books sold on that campaign. Mostly the uh, the bonuses again, signed editions of previously published books and things, which is great. I mean, if that's if that's how they're going to do it, that's uh, it's an independent. I mean, this here's P. Craig Russell and his agent are doing publication, so all the power to them. Let's hope that book ships in October. Then we've got what's been published this year, and it's a bit it's been a really strong beginning. Like I said, nine books published this year so far, and. Uh, you know, two in January, two in February, one in March, one in April, one in May, and two in June. So the disappointments for the 2017, there's been no solicitations for Dark Horse. Um, they've released two Usagi Ujimbos gallery editions. I was really hoping for a third one to be solicited this year. It still could happen, I guess, but I don't think so. And I'm trying to find the, the, the right contact at Dark Horse to find out if these books are done or are there any more coming in the pipeline would love to know uh, rebellion seems like uh, 2000 AD they did that one volume and I don't think they're ever going to do another one I would love to see more zenith that would be the the artist has all the art let's let's see the zenith we did volume one let's see the other volumes that'd be awesome but uh, it's been a strong showing for the beginning of the year I know uh, when we look at the Artist Edition Index and we, you know, it's always looking at the solicitations and uh, the, the missed dates and the slipped publication dates, but in the end, there is a lot of books being published. And I think the, uh, the year looks good. It's very strong. And we should see a lot of books published this year. Um, let's take a look at, well, we've sort of spoken about it so let's just talk about the solicitations. There weren't any for the July 2017 previews. There was a portfolio. I don't cover portfolios on the Artist Edition next. I, I, I can't wrap my head around the value. So you get you get 16 plates, 24 plates maybe, and it's 40 bucks. And I think to myself, well, I you know it's 100. IDW is publishing 144 page, 160 page Artist Editions in the same size format for about 125. So can they not? They've obviously received the rights to publish these as portfolios. So they've got the rights to publish. Can't they put these portfolios together? And let's see a collected, let's see, you know, IDW's uh, portfolio collection volume one and volume two. You can fit them for this, the right size and then we can actually get these out. I, I want them. I want to read them. I don't want to buy them as portfolios, individual plates and try and spend more money on that and then try and fit them in. I'm not going to hang them on the wall. The only portfolio that I was interested in was the Best of EC Volume 1 portfolio. 
It had a lot of the covers that looked amazing. I'm still on the hunt for it. I'm waiting for uh, if I can catch a deal somewhere. Maybe eBay, maybe at a store has got a dusty copy somewhere. But that's it. That's uh, the famous Funnies cover is all I'm looking for by Frazetta. So sadly, no, no new books solicited for November. When we look at the sales, again, nothing hit the top 300. The only book um, that was published in uh, May was the uh, Reed Crandall's EC Stories Artist Edition. It did not hit the list. So uh, the last item on the list was four was 460 copies. So Reed Crandall's EC Stories Artist Edition had to have sold less than 460 copies through Diamond. So that's a sad thing to see as well. But as we talked about every month, few books actually show up on the diamond list. Uh, IDW is one of those publishers that mostly solicits, uh, mostly uh, releases through diamond, so they have the best likelihood to show up. But didn't happen this year, this month. Sorry. Then we can take a look at the other half of our sales, which is out of print sales. Now I've been looking at these. How do we do these? Uh, when you look at the sales numbers, they really don't change a lot, which I'm surprised we don't see values increasing for these books. They seem to be heavy, hover pretty steadily. And uh, I'd like to see an increase, but that's, uh, that, that's a double-edged sword, right? For those holding on to books or have multiple copies, you think, oh, wouldn't that be great to make a little extra money on our books? Uh, on the other hand, they mostly keep their value, so you could resell on the uh, on the open market there and get at least get your money back now the hot items do seem to be the variants those that are limited hard to get only available shows i've been thinking about that adding it to the list but they again come up few and far between on ebay but i'll see about the adding that to them and making that change let's just run through the list quickly um i will mention the zero sales but uh Focus mainly on what's sold in May. So Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition, the one Dark Horse book that's out of print because they lost the license. Eight copies sold. That was the biggest number I've seen in a long time. Average price, thirty-seven thirty-three. Ouch. It was cleared out on Amazon. Again, we've talked about that before. And uh, it just keeps slumping. Dave Stevens' Rocketeer, first and second print. Nothing sold last month. David Mazzucchelli's Daredevil Born Again, Artist Edition, one copy sold, $159.99. So that's the book that's out of print, no second print yet done, and it's above its cover price. John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, two copies sold, average of $100.53. So there's a book that's just slightly above its cover price. Marvel Covers Artist Edition, three copies sold, average $94.99, again, over its average price. Over its, uh, sorry, its cover price. Mike Mignola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition. One copy sold, $149.99. That is quite a bit over its cover price, but there is the uh, second print on its way. Sergio Aragona's Grew the Wanderer Artist Edition. One copy sold, $74.99. That's right on, that's the cost. So that's not doing so well. Stranko Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Artist Edition. One copy sold, $119.99. Again, I think that was below cost. Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition. One copy sold, $125. I think that was at cost. Second print, one copy sold, 150 
I don't know. Maybe I guess somebody liked the cover. Um, Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition. One copy sold. eighty ninety five. Uh Slightly above cost. I think... Uh, I think cover on that was 100 cost was 75 and then alien the illustrated story no copy sold now as we talk about this where am i coming up with cost where am i coming up with cover well these uh, until late last year no i think it was this year until that alex toth bravo for adventure artist edition shipped no idw book had a cover price because they had a net cost that they charged retailers retailers had to pay either uh, I think it was 75 or 95 then it went to 100 or 125 for the the, the double up books and then retailers had to pick their own retail price well now IDW has a set cover price and they offer a standard 40% discount to retailers which is the same discount level the graffiti offers and uh, dynamite and uh, dark horse offer their standard discount on their books which could be up to 57 55%, I think, 57 somewhere around there. So that's that out-of-print market. And as I said, I think next month I'll look at adding some variant covers because they, the, uh, they seem to be the ones that uh, increase or get the most uh, value on resale. So we'll have to take a look at those. Now, two books shipped this month. I think I mentioned them, but uh, just in case. The Jack Kirby, The Forever People Artist Edition, shipped on June 14th. And Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor, The Return of Beta Ray Bill Artist Edition, shipped on June 28th. So those dates moved slightly. Uh, but two books this month. Now because uh, the Simonson book only shipped this week, I have n- I've opened it up, I've thumbed through it. I have not had a chance to review it. The review will be up next week or the week after. So that's going to come up in a, uh, that'll be a part of next month's podcast. Now, the one review I did put up this month was Jack Kirby, The Forever People Artist Edition. Again, with these DC books, it's there's it's not Jack Kirby's The Forever People. There's no apostrophe S indicating ownership. So I don't know. That's a DC thing. Never got an answer on why that is. But that'd be an interesting topic to explore. Let me read you the blurb. Continuing IDW's year-long celebration of the centennial of Jack King Kirby's birth. Jack Kirby's classic fourth world epic told the story of a group of new gods sent to Earth to oppose Darkseid. Featuring beautiful dreamer, big bear, moon rider, and others, this was Kirby's take on super-powered flower children. Included in this volume are issues 1, 4, 5, 6, and 7, with most pages scanned from the originals. Presented in IDW's award-winning artist edition format. The next best thing to owning the original art. 12 by 17 inches, 144 pages, 125 cover price. Let's uh, deal with the uh, the big issue there. Those who saw the solicitation or who ordered the book, it was solicited as having issues 1, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. But 8 was not included in this. It just uh, I, The solicitation changed when the book was published. And uh, IDW site changed from including issue 8 to not having it there. And that's where I got this solicitation from. So that was disappointing. And uh, somebody commented that on uh, Facebook. Uh, Rob Walton commented on that on his Facebook page. So he said uh, he said it was missing. And uh, this is in the review, but I copied uh, out of Facebook. Scott Denver says, Rob, I apologize for the omission of number 8. That was an error on my part. 
I had scans of a number of pages and I had leads on others, but I overestimated my ability to track them down. Not a mistake I will make again. Including them would have meant half the story would have been copies. I cannot bring myself to do that. And then he closes with, uh, I'll definitely be more careful in the future. Which may be some uh, cancellations. Such as the G.I. Joe. Or a book may be solicited. And then uh, changed. And that really begs the question that I brought up on the uh, Yuku Marvel Masterworks forum. The artist edition uh, forum. Was what... Is the, is the solicitation then? Um, is the solicitation uh, a check to see how viable printing that book is? So if initial orders don't come in, it gets put on the back burner or canceled? Or is the solicitation for these books from Scott Dembeer's comments that um, they have pages, they have... Um, maybe a source or on the trail of more pages, they solicit the book and then whatever comes in, comes in, or maybe there's a delay while they hunt more down. Uh, I guess time will tell as more of these books get published and we find out. But this is the first one where I've seen the solicitation change and uh, less of what was promised be included. Now that also could be the reason that we see these books solicited with little information. Uh, some books uh, had no content listed other than it's the artist and the book. I think the Enemy Ace had no issues included. We had no idea what stories are going to be there. A lot of the uh, EC stories, like the Reed Crandall, no idea of what stories would be in there. And then it's printed and then we're just happy to get whatever. Which I guess works. I mean, you get a rough page count, you know you're going to get about four or five stories uh, of full these issues. And then if you're getting, if you're talking about seven page uh, EC stories, you're probably getting about 20. So we, we know this, this content. So possibly not including the specific issue count is the way to go for future volumes. Now of this book, all but seven pages just came from original art. And uh, interestingly, uh, I guess, I don't know, it's the splashes that seem lo that missing. Uh, splashes from 1, 5, and 6 are missing, and then some other pages. And uh, this is uh, it's this is twelve by seventeen. That's Kirby's fourth world. He wasn't doing twice up at that point. That was that was in the late uh, that was in the early sixties. So by this time it was all twelve by seventeen. And the uh, the art is it's it's classic Kirby. It's just gorgeous. And what I know that's so interesting about this stuff is you get some really strange faces in some of these things. Like you see a, you see classic Kirby, you recognize the faces. I mean, now he's putting he's putting unique features on characters. Um, they've got that look because and. You can appreciate it. He's got a couple pages where he lists, he, you know, he's got some splashes where he's got the whole cast, and you look and you see each face is individual, each face is unique, and you've got a you've got a good look there. But then there's just some strange things like uh, Desaad. Um, there's one page. His face is so weird and hideous. It's it's awesome Kirby, but it's just different than what we've seen from him. As well, we've got, you know, we've got the look. We know what Dark Side looks like, but then we've got this one page where his face is really different. And uh, like I said, it's still it's still Kirby, no question, through and through. But it's just just a different take. And uh, this book's inked by two people. Uh, we got Colette, Vince Vince Coletta on uh, a couple of the issues. It's an even split, I think, or a decent split. And then we've got Mike Royer. Now I've 
I've extolled uh, Roy's virtues uh, and all these other uh, Fourth World Artist Editions. I've really enjoyed it. But uh, his inking on these, uh, on his books here, seemingly, it just seems a little thin. Um, not as much embellishment with the inks, with the blacks. Not, uh, I don't know if he was rushed, this, uh, these issues, but uh, it's just not quite as full as you'd expect from uh, Mike Royer. Uh, no margin notes in this book. Uh, the pages were trimmed pretty close. Uh, it looks like by the printer. And any margin notes, we see we see an edge of a note in blue pencil, and then maybe a line, but we, we, it's just it's gone. We don't see it, and that's that's disappointing. But uh, some great extras in this book. There's a nice fold out that is the cover of issue one with uh, pencil notes where uh, the paste ups will be. Uh, it looks awesome. And then the, uh, there's a uh, fold-out from issue 11. It's, uh, it's another great page. There's really nice. And then the, uh, that's, the extras are including, basically, it looks like what pages uh, Scott Dunbar was able to collect but not put in the book because it just wasn't enough. So we get a nice feel of what's out there. I don't think we're going to see another volume of this. I'm, uh, my hope is that we'll continue on with the Fourth World stuff. I'd love to see um, more, more Mr. Miracle. Uh, more of everything, really. Um, some great covers. There's a Dead Man cover. I didn't realize. I'm not. I'm, I thumbed the Forever People issues when I was young. I don't even remember any stories. But there's a great Dead Man cover in this. Uh, real Kirby take on Dead Man. Completely different than what you'd expect because we're used to the uh, we're we're used to the Neil Adams look. And uh, this is wow. This is way different. Uh, other important thing to talk about here is the design. Uh, Retro Randy, Randy Randall Dalk, the design, and it's a completely different design than he's done for any of these other books. Um, he's taken them, he's given them almost a, a metallic uh, look, just, uh, almost like a like a metal stamp. So he's he's playing around with the uh, with the images, taking the images, and. Um, I like it. It gives it a, a real, a real contrast to the art and a, a futuristic look to it. I've I've seen some disparaging comments online, but again, it's uh, it's it's what you like. And uh, this is just so different, so shockingly different that it really stands out. I really, really enjoy it. Now, I'd asked uh, Randy uh, for his comments on the book or his thoughts on his design, and he was going to get back to me, but unfortunately, he hasn't yet. I held off the review um, so that I could give him time, but unfortunately, he didn't get back to me, so I had to go with what I had. Uh, if he does get back to me, then I will add those in a comment to the bottom of the review. Again, cover price, uh, 125 on this book. You can order it from uh, Things From Another World for 100 so that's not a bad discount. Uh, as always, I put uh, the, the, the buying links on uh, the Artist Edition Index are affiliate links. They help me buy the books. Um, I have not received a single uh, complimentary copy from anybody. In fact, uh, I, I'm I'm the only one doing reviews on these books, but I seem to fly under the radar with the publishers as well. They don't seem particularly interested in uh, reaching out to me, which is fine. Uh, I'll keep my independence. But uh, anybody who's uh, using the site and has an opportunity to use the uh, affiliate link, I'd appreciate the. Uh, income there. I do buy all the books myself. I, I have a deal with my local comic shop, so I get them at a reduced cost, a uh, reduced price. I get them almost at cost, which I'm very thankful for that. And thank you to Big B Comics in Hamilton 
for that, uh, for supporting me and uh, this endeavor. And uh, that's about it for this month. Uh, I spoke last month about uh, making some changes to the site. It is still my plan to make changes, and I'm planning on separating the site out from Comic Book Daily. Uh, I am the editor-in-chief of Comic Book Daily, uh, and we're going to be taking the Artist Edition Index off on its own so it can stand alone and then focusing Comic Book Daily more on its core value, which is uh, investing in comic books um, and the nostalgia aspect of comic books. Now, I mean, the Artist Editions are a nostalgia aspect as well, but it's more focused on original art and what's presented here. Uh, interestingly, uh, I don't know, uh, I switched the date for these podcasts. It used to be the first week of the month. I moved it to the last week of the month. And when I did last month, somehow I lost half my listeners. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Uh, I figured most people were listening on iTunes or Google Play. But, and when you uh, when the podcast comes up, it just comes up in your list and your podcast player. But maybe... People thought I was gone, uh, so please spread the word if uh, that the podcast is still going. It's just at the end of the month. I felt like trying to do it at the beginning of the month. While yes, the month was covered, the previous month was completed and closed. Uh, I'm talking about two months old sales numbers and things, and it just it was getting hard. And I thought, let's deal with everything in the month that happened. Now that does create some oddities. Um, for some reason, this month. Uh, the sales numbers from Diamond were a week late. So on the same week, we had the new previous catalog uh, online. Uh, the print one is a week later. And we had the sales numbers, and then we had a week with nothing. So that can happen, but I will try and do this podcast the end of the month every time. Thank you for listening to the Artist Edition Index podcast, episode 8. I appreciate you coming and listening, hearing about all things Artist Edition. The Artist Edition Index can be found at aeindex.org. And that will redirect you to where it is now, which is the home at comicbookdaily.com slash aeindex. And in the future, next month, it will, in, it will just bring you to the Artist Edition Index individual site. Thank you.